those that don't know history are doomed to repeat it. You've heard this before, but what are you doing with that information? How does that apply to your life? Consider this for a second. There's been billions of humans alive. Most of them are dead. The six or seven billion alive today is a small fraction of the total amount of humans that have been alive, that done this life thing, that have survived, a lot of them to middle age, older age, et cetera, and learned a lot along the way. We are the recipients of all that innovation and technology and all that trial and error, which makes the modern environment so safe, so just generally awesome, generally amazing. Go live in the woods by yourself without any supply chains around you with any help and see how awesome the modern environment is. All right, we all need a reference point. We all need perspective, but it's amazing all around us. For the average person though, for you, you may think, oh, well, this applies to like big societies and politics. You know, I don't really need to know history because like whatever. Well, you spend your dollars in a certain way. You vote a certain way. You talk about points in a certain way. You're susceptible to groupthink in a certain way. Every single thing in your life is defined by what's around you, your environment. And if you're living in the modern environment in America, you can't help but be drowning in all the bullshit. Identity politics, race this, race that, now babies this, babies that, life this, that. It's all bullshit. Now, it's kind of necessary bullshit because we're going through history. And that's the big idea here. We're not in a post-history world. History didn't just end. History isn't just something you read about in books that happened a long time ago. History is happening every single freaking day. Same thing with human nature. The modern human believes that we've conquered nature. We are these perfect specimens. We don't need to learn anything or do anything or change anything. And that humans are generally good and whatever. And in fact, humans are generally good. But humans are also dangerous. And they're murderers and they're killers. And our species has slaughtered more other species, including our own, than anything else. I believe, though, maybe mosquitoes actually beat us because they've just killed so many damn people. But we're second on the list. There was actually an exhibit at an old, I guess it was a museum or maybe it was like a carnival or something, but it was like in the early 1900s, it was a mirror. At the bottom, it said the most dangerous animal in the world. And then you stood in front of the mirror. You looked at the plaque. You looked up and saw yourself. That's powerful. That image is in my mind. It's a simple way of explaining these things that I've learned by studying history, by studying evolutionary biology, by studying genocide, by studying all the really fucked up shit that our species has done to others, to the environment. And it's pretty scary that most people today believe it can't happen again or that we've changed. It is the greatest delusion of our age. So how this applies to your everyday life is that you live in an environment where modern humans around you are sick of body and mind. They're not happy. They're not actualized. They get weaker every single day both again, body and mind, weak humans, fragile humans, fragile minds, weak constitutions, no self-reliance, dependent on others, dependent on the state, dependent on the grocery store, dependent on supply chains, literally the opposite of sovereign self-reliant humans. That is the environment that you're in that I'm in. And if you actually look at like some of the Myers-Briggs stuff, they classify people into personality groups, but there's two simple ways to think about the broad spectrum of people. I identify as one of these. Maybe you will identify as one. You have those that are more independent-minded, that are more internally focused. They come to their own conclusions. They tend to think for themselves. They aren't as swayed by the outside environment, though we all are because we're humans, right? It's biology. But these are more the outliers, like the one, the two, the 3% that tend to think for themselves, go their own way and try to find truth. Even if truth is inconvenient because others around them are saying this is truth and what you believe isn't truth, whatever. We tend to find truth on our own. We tend to 
conflict with the narratives. We tend to fight back. We tend to not agree with things just because somebody said so. We tend to investigate for ourselves. Now, that's where everyone should try to aim. We're all going to genetically fall somewhere on that spectrum. Some of us are in the middle. Some of us are more agreeable, less agreeable, more iconoclastic, less, etc. But we can always strive for more. We should always strive to think for ourselves and independently research things and find our own path. That is fundamentally the best way to create humanity, to create a better world. I mean, more sovereign individual humans, which is why the podcast and the show is a better human. I believe building better independent thinking sovereign humans that are not reliant on the state, that don't think, that don't succumb to group think, that think for themselves, et cetera. The other group of people, the majority, tend to just think what their community, their family, their upbringing, whatever, told them to think, and then they accept that blindly, and they go through life not even really realizing all these really strange ideas and all this propaganda and all this indoctrination, all this conditioning. They just accept it as that's a given. They've never pulled on any of the threads. They've never investigated independently trying to say, they've never independently investigated any of these ideas or concepts to see, like, what does history say? Is this effective? Or am I just like accepting this as truth because it was incepted into my mind. I found the best way to strengthen your own mental faculty to think for yourself, your own critically independent thinking is to understand first human psychology and biology, which is understanding our ancestral past to understand the hunter-gatherer way of life and why our species created things like groupthink and not challenging the status quo and maintaining it and et cetera because that was conducive for living as a hunter-gatherer in the wild in a small group of humans. The wild is a very dangerous place, very scarcity-driven, hard to find food, right? You gotta raise, raise offspring in that setting. I mean, think about <laughs> the difference between raising offspring today with all of the things around that to doing that like literally on a forest floor or in the jungle somewhere or in the freaking desert. And yet our ancestors were able to do that so that you and I can now be here today. It's pretty freaking fascinating actually. And we're all related. If you actually trace it back far enough, we're all related. Which is another thing that makes our species so delusional is we think something like the color of our skin or whatever separates us and we use that to tribalize and to say us versus them. And it's ignorance, pure and utter ignorance. As most of the things that the modern human that is part of the group and part of the status quo, most of the ideas and narratives that are supported by the status quo are faulty at best and sometimes downright wrong and dangerous. And I say dangerous for human optimization, for health, for flourishing, because I'm very pro-human. When you understand your and my ancestral past, you can start catching yourself with all these biases. Those times when somebody says something and your brain hurts and you feel the need to attack them, that's cognitive dissonance. Like when you understand that's what's happening, you can kind of step outside yourself in the moment, catch yourself, and then maybe say, Hmm, interesting. Let me think about this. And it'll just slow down some of your primal jump to conclusion behavior so you will be a better critical thinker. Most people don't critically think about anything. They jump to a gut response and then they dig into that. And then that's like their worldview. That's their identity. They don't change it. They don't even try to change it. It's crazy. But that's the average person. But again, that's because Mother Nature programmed that into us because it was conducive living in a group but now we live in a society. It's completely different. So if you don't understand the history of humanity, you don't first understand why your brain operates the way it does. But then from that leads everything else, every single thing else. How you spend your money, what job you wanna take, why your parents might have certain belief system because they lived through the depression or their grandparents or they were the product of abuse or trauma. Like 
if you don't understand history, like which pretty much explains everything, it's murky, it's muddy, it's not always one for one comparison or a one to one correlation, but you can really find the themes and find the first principles and then use that to think better today. And when you think better, you live better. Period, full stop. That's what it's about. My dad was actually a history major. And I always thought it was kind of a ridiculous major. Weird. Like, why? What is knowing what happened in World War II going to do for you? Whatever. <laughs> but then I became an adult. I saw the craziness pandemic. I don't even like calling it that. I like calling it the other thing. But let's just hope this video stays up. I saw the craziness of that. I saw the overreaching of states in the name of safety for something that like wasn't even what they said it was. Yet they still did what they did for a very long time. And a lot of people are suffering and a lot of deaths happened, more deaths happened from the actual lockdowns and their intervention than the thing that they were supposed to protect against. It was a literal, I mean, at this point, it's obvious. Suicides. What about people starving? Now we have supply chain issues. Now we have inflation. Like the crap that's going to happen from this for the next 10 years is going to have more human suffering and more people dying than the thing they were trying to mitigate against. It's utterly insane. And all those that were a proponent of it, all of the status quo enablers, all the virtue signalers, they still think it was the right thing to do, even in the face of overwhelming evidence to the contrary. It is quite fascinating, the power of human bias, which is, again, another reason why you need to understand history, your human history, maybe your specific history of parents and grandparents, to all of our collective human history. And then you got to understand history itself. Because history itself is a byproduct of human nature. Every world war, every nuclear blast, every single thing that humans have done for good, for bad, and for neutral has been a result of the human animal. And I'm proud of our species. I'm proud of what we've done. It's amazing. It's fascinating. It's like, I love technology. I love innovation. I love new growth things. I love bringing more prosperity to more humans. But that doesn't mean our species is infallible. And I'm very, very aware of pretty much every civilization in the history of the world has collapsed at some point. And it looks like America is on the same trajectory. It's pretty scary. I have my escape plan. I have my plan B. I know where I'm going to go. I'm going to write it out. I have kids. I can't take the risk of like getting involved or whatever. So it's simple for me. Maybe not simple for you. I don't know. But I've thought through these things. I've done my research. I've studied history. I understand even at the base level. Like I may not understand as deep as some other people, but I have enough of the first principles in my mind to know exactly what I need to do, what risks are, what risks I want to avoid, what risks I'm willing to take with not only my finances, but my health, but my future, but my children, etc. And that's why I sleep soundly at night, even though I see so much of the ridiculousness in the modern environment that is actually leading us off the cliff. It's just, a, it's just something we got to go through. It's just like one of those things. History has to go through this shit. It's got to come up. It's got to come down. Massive institutions and civilizations have to fail. And then something is built new, hopefully better. And that's what we're going through. Understanding history and human nature is your best way to defend yourself. It's the best way to prepare. It's the best way to not be sucked into bad decisions. And that in could include bad decisions in your relationships, in your job. Better control of your emotions. Less likely to lash out because somebody said something that you don't agree with. Like, let me understand why that's the case. They have an opinion. I get that. I should respect that. I like this person. So why am I attacking them? Catching yourself with that bullshit, that tribalism, that polarization. Understanding history, understanding your human past, your biology, how your brain works. These are the most important things for the modern human. 
And with as much information as we have, as much history, as much research, as much just empirical anecdotal evidence of things we've seen, of videos, of interviews, of podcasts, of people, of research, of history, all that, and most people don't even utilize it. Most people don't even understand a fraction of what I've said on this show. They don't understand any of it. And while I'm proud of our species, that's the thing that worries me the most. I'm hoping the new digital age and now Bitcoin, I'm hoping these things are going to help prevent a major, major conflict because we do live in a different world. Something like Bitcoin can demonetize violence and it can move to, towards it and we can have more of a peaceful revolution. That's what I'm hoping. I'm hoping we don't descend into World War III, but like with shit that's happened the past few months, I mean, <laughs> and all the warmongers in Washington, like what are these people thinking? Go to history. Go to biology and psychology. Go into your own past. Try to find traumas, traumas of your parents, so on and so forth. Do the work and then use it to live a better life. That's it. That's what you do. Over time, you will take pride in thinking for yourself. You'll wear it as a badge of honor. In fact, now at this point, since I've been posting so much online and like negative comments just, I mean, they don't phase me. Like even when I would get over them fast, they just don't phase me. I kind of like laugh at this point. You will get to a point where you want negative comments coming at you because that means you're poking the status quo. And when you poke the status quo, that means you're thinking for yourself because the status quo is almost always bullshit. I'm always here, happy to help, happy to talk about any of these ideas. If there's anything I can do, just send me an email, comment or whatever. Uh, get the Better Human newsletter over at thebetterhuman.co and then support your health with whole food. And then support your health with whole food products from wildfoods.co. We got everything you need to live a functionally healthy and optimized life preparing drinks and meals at home, go to wildfoods.co, check out our full selection and use code WILDCEO. Get your fish oil game in, get your collagen game in, get some of the Wild Whey, my favorite whey protein and what we launched the company with seven years ago, all backed by 100% happiness guarantee. Wildfoods.co, use code WILDCEO. And I'll see you in the next one.